All right, welcome back to the Perfect Match Franchise Podcast. Uh, I'm Dylan, and this is Steve. And today we wanted to talk about how realistic absentee franchise ownership is. Now, um, <clears throat> in general, any absentee business, quote unquote, is certainly something to to understand that regardless, your name's still always on the line. Sure. Right? You're still technically the owner of the business, whether you're with partners or not. You uh, are the... The, the last line of defense in theory. However, in franchising, you do have a lot of help and options where even from the beginning, you can go from what we call, you know, actual fully absentee managed models to semi-absentee models. Mm -hmm. So the first one and the most exciting one for a lot of our higher net worth clients is the fully absentee model. So so talk a little bit about what, what that looks like for particularly some of our portfolio brands. I know there's others, but. Sure. And, and and the fully absentee models that we represent are a really good fit for an investor who has capital, wants to deploy it somewhere aside from, you know, re buying real estate or the stock market, but does not have the time to dedicate to a business, right? whether it's a, they have another job, they have another business, whatever the case is, they don't have the time to pay proper attention. So that's where our fully absentee models really come into play. And essentially what you're leveraging when you do the fully absentee model is the brand's management system. So the brand will have a uh, subsidy that is essentially a management company. Similarly, if you were to buy uh, real estate and rent it out. You hire a property manager, or a property management company to maintain the property and make sure if there's any complaints, they handle it so that landlord isn't getting the direct phone calls. That's essentially how the fully absentee models are run in our portfolio. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think there is a distinction between absentee and passive mm -hmm. because you're still making high level decisions. You're not, you're not making any day-to-day -day decisions and you're not getting called for decisions. So one of our favorite ones that we work with is, is Rhino seven brands. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're pretty much home service and pet brands. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of clients go through with them and what they do, uh, you know, is they, like you said, they really run it fully absentee. They, they have you responsible for more. So the cash flow management of the business, you know, but at the end of the day, it's still your line on the first or your name on the, uh, the LLC. And then mm -hmm. if you rent it or lease a truck at first, you know, they're still co-signing your name. So it's, it's still understood that it's, it's not passive income. There's not really sure. such a thing as passive income unless maybe bonds. Right. But, but truly owning a business. However, that is an absentee model where they are sure. running the, the day to day for you. So you're not getting a call. Like you said, I think that's a great analogy is the real estate, you know, property, mm -hmm. right? Still your property. It's still at the end of the day, you're on the hook. But you do get, you know, you have somebody that's actually answering the when the toilet breaks at, at 10 p.m. And that's a big deal if you're someone who's really busy and you run other businesses or, you know, you, you just have a job and, and, and a family life you don't want to detract from, um, you know, to, to see this profit. You also pay for it. That's they don't point. do it because they're friendly. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're good brands, the fully absentee models. It means they have the infrastructure to actually support somebody doing this. Mm -hmm. But they're they're not doing it just because they're nice, you know. They they do charge extra for it as they sure. should, and uh, but it's a it's a reasonable trade off, I think, if if you're willing to you know just buy into something that is a business, but you're but you're not having to to allocate that time. Yeah, and, and one of the important things to understand is that you know with just using Rhino Seven as an example. They don't deploy the absentee model for all of the brands that yeah. they represent. There has to be a certain criteria specifically on the profitability metrics yeah. that allows it to be eligible to be absentee. Yep. So you do have to factor that in with any business that you're thinking about making fully absentee or are the margins thick enough for it to be 
able to afford to have that management either company or in you know entity you know factor in without eating too much into the profit sure yeah because even the biggest franchise is still a small business sure uh, and you know if you're if you're going to own a, a small business you have to make sure the the margins are there if you're going to have that hefty payroll where you're paying exactly. a general manager you're paying a management company to manage your manager and then you're paying all the underlying employees so if you don't have enough margin in there to deal with some of those ebbs and flow, flows that could be a big deal and yeah, that's a that's a great point. And there's a reason why franchisors and franchise, you know, development companies, conglomerates, whatever, understand and and pick the ones that they can make quote unquote absentee. They don't do it for everybody because some sure. just need. And, and not only that, to the profitability side, it's also the ability to run it, the ease of of hiring and firing and, and managing the day to day. Some companies and industries are just not able to be run fully absentee or at least they haven't been figured out how to one example and, and i love the industry love the business wife worked in it for a long time is restoration mm-hmm. great business great industry growing unbelievable franchise concepts some of the best in the world i think it would be very hard to run fully absentee now plenty have managers and that run their day-to-day but it's just such a you know into the weeds sort of business that you need even if your general manager is awesome you know there's probably going to be some impact from the owner in a business and industry like that. So that's one that, you know, for example, you're probably not going to see a ton of absentee for. Yep, absolutely. But for that business and others, there is the next level that we see people start at. Uh, and, the you know, the phrase that's commonly used is semi-absentee. So there's, there's, yeah. there's a couple levels to that, you know. Yeah, and I would say first and foremost that, you know, when – we hear colloquially people say, I'm looking for an absentee business. A lot of times what they mean is I want a semi-absentee business. Yeah, I want a yeah, business yeah. that already has some management structure in place. I don't have to be involved in the day-to-day. Right. Definitely not going out in the trucks being a technician. <laughs> um, but you know that's an important designation to make that there is a fully absentee option that we represent. Sure. But – the term absentee really typically refers to a semi-absentee yes. style of business. Yes. Um, and I would say, you know, superficially, there's probably two main levels of semi-absenteeness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say level one is kind of how our business is structured. We have a junk removal company where we're not really involved with the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we send the work orders out at night, we run payroll, but the actual time commitment isn't very high. Right. Um, it's more so us just making sure after the day's over, everything got done. Um, and yeah, so I would say that's level one. Then I would say absentee, semi-absentee level two would be you have management structure in place where they're doing that work and you are just checking in with them every once in a while, whether that be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever the schedule may be. Um, you have a general manager in place who's taking care of the manager oversights and you're just getting filled in. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that that's a good point. And, and I think most I shouldn't say most, a a lot of people do look for that second one. Mm -hmm. And I think with a lot of the franchise concepts we have, you you can start with that second one. However, I do think it's, it's a, uh, it's something to know, even in the second semi absentee level, quote unquote, where you do have a manager in place at the end of the day, it's still your business. It's Mm -hmm. still not passive. Neither is even the fully absentee managed model realistically, but this one in particular is not passive because in this scenario, Anything can happen. Even if your manager is the best ever, mm-hmm. uh, they could find out that they just won the lottery. And, and as much as they like you, they're not going to show up on Monday. Yeah. Right? And they're going to be done, right? So so there's something to know about that, about actually being the, the last line of defense. So I, I do think, it's particularly in, in 
in the franchise concepts we work with, the advantage you have as opposed to maybe doing it on your own is that not only can you start semi-absentee uh, because of the systems they have in place, but also the the support structures that they have in place. But but yeah, I think, um, you know, what's a reasonable timeline for someone that's semi-absentee? Like you use us as an example, uh, owning a junk removal franchise, but then also for our other owners. Um, you know, what, how much time allotment should our potential candidates think that they'll have yeah so for that you know level one semi-absentee it could be as little as three to five hours a week mm-hmm. um it depending on what stage of the business you're in and how involved you'd like to be you're probably on average looking closer to 10 to 15 so yeah. so less than half time um but definitely not zero but still every most yeah definitely every day hour, every week you're doing something yeah and and, and yeah. Mo, if I've, I've heard you know they call it like the power hour where or power hours where it's one day one hour per day that the owner's doing something of like the diligent work that needs to get done in the business yeah. so it's, it's it averages out to be about one hour per day um you know given the industry of what they're doing to work on the business in terms of it being semi-absentee yeah um yeah and, and then like the, the second level could be actually an hour a week yeah. or an hour every two weeks. Right. Um, but, you know, and, and just tailoring off of what you were referencing before, I, I think that the more absentee your business is, especially in a semi-absentee sense, you should use that time to build contingency plans. Yeah. You know, like you said, if, you're, if your GM leaves because of a life event, whatever, positive or negative, it shouldn't be you have to insert yourself to then figure out what the hell is going on. It should be, okay, here's what I need to do to execute X, Y, and Z daily task. I already have qualification list of who I'm going to look at next so that you're able to get it as get it back to semi-absentee right away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think the more detached you are from your business, which is great because you're you know, classic not spending time to make your money, letting your asset do the work for you, you are the double-edged sword of that is that you're more detached, you're less plugged in to those nuances that exactly. you knew about. So it can happen more in a it can happen quicker than it would have if you knew what was going on because you had more of a pulse on the business. And that's mm-hmm. okay. But it's sort of like having a management company as a landlord, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you don't know that your tenants are, you know, on the verge of not paying, you're probably not going to find out the same way you would if you have a management company, property management company, as opposed to if you don't. Right. If you don't, you probably already know that you're in communication with them. They're they're telling you. But if you have a management company, you don't know that. So that can hit you like a, a brick. Right. Sure. You can all of a sudden come out of nowhere. And that's the case for the business too. Uh, any semi absentee level, but especially when you get to that second one, it, it can happen very quickly. So I do think that's important to think about for candidates and to our point of the management absentee model. It costs more. Mm-hmm. Each level costs more because if you're paying a manager full time, that's going to take all the duties on. They're, they're two things. They're going to cost money up front because they're going to be a professional person that really knows uh, how to do stuff, right? They really know how to operate. And two, they're quickly and rightfully so going to understand their value. They know you don't want to be around. So, mm-hmm. you know, they have some leverage for, for better or for worse, but they, they do understand that they're driving the business forward and that you do rely on them to make sure at least that business is productive and profitable. So, so you have to understand that, right? It, there's no such thing as getting something for nothing. It's just not. It's just not the case, even in a good franchise. However, with the good franchise industry and models that we have, it is very possible to do any of these levels from the beginning. 
Absolutely. And yeah, you definitely you definitely don't have to start being an owner operator and work yourself out. And that that's a common misconception we, we hear from people. And uh it's it's definitely not the case. You can do probably all three of these levels with the the various concepts, you know, if if you qualify and uh again, depending on your experience too. And I, I think that's something people should think about. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And and with that being said, Knowing that you have this option in a multitude of different industries, I think if you're looking for some sort of semi-absentee business, at least don't pick something you hate. Yeah. Because you can't, even if you are 90% absentee, if you really hate dogs and you get into a dog business just because it makes money, that 10% is not going to make it worth it. Because no. you're still going to have to deal with dogs at some point, even if yeah. it's going in to collect the, the paychecks, you're right. hearing them bark. Um, so with that being said, knowing that this is an option for a number of different industries, at least check the hard nose off and then maybe start with something that's either in, that's somewhat interest-based. Just say you're interested in home service. There's 15 different home services that you can do this in. So I, I think that's also important to make sure that you shouldn't just chase the numbers in a semi-absentee business because you will have some degree of involvement at some point. Yeah, yeah, it, it for sure. Even if it's just dealing with a problem of a problem, the manager's telling you about a problem that happened and they want your advice, you're still talking dog problems. Exactly. Right. Yep. So if you if you yeah, if you don't care at all, if that's not your thing, it's really gonna be tough to 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 wanna dive in and, and, and help her or him, right? It just yeah. it's tough to to get that done. So I agree. I do think being interest based uh or or at least having not hating, maybe exactly. maybe you don't need to love it. Doesn't need you to could be, be agnostic. Passion. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's true. Yeah, you, you don't have to you don't have to love it. You don't have to have a background in it, but you definitely don't want to hate it. That's probably a good rule for life. Yeah, but uh, it's definitely a, a good rule for this because, and that's what I think. Understanding that the word absentee should not be misconstrued as passive, exactly, because it's really not. Because even in the absentee model, you still have to have like with, for example, our Rhino Seven. We go back to two one hour calls a month, so you're still hopping on and discussing business exactly you're talking about that business in particular so if you hate it it's really going to be tough for you to to come in with a you know clear head and 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 try to make decisions because you're just gonna you're not going to want to deal with it you're going to abdicate totally and 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 you're just going to leave things to their own devices and um just not going to work out as well as it should exactly so yeah no i mean i think uh that's that's a pretty good synopsis of of how realistic absentee is um from a semi-absentee you know kind of you know, that level one all the way up mm-hmm. to, to a fully absentee. So, but if anybody has any questions uh, about franchising in general or how they can learn about an absentee or semi-absentee model, uh, please reach out to us and we can uh, explain in more detail. Absolutely. Awesome. Until next time. Until next time. Thanks.